0: This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at K.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org/sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go What is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome in to this episode of the Buffalo Nerd. This is your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. This is the week four phase report. And as you can tell, maybe by the sound of my voice or maybe I'm moving closer to my microphone, you'll never know. Week four was total domination. The Houston Texans should not even have come. The only good reason for them coming. Was the stats. The stats we crushed. The defense looks elite. The offense performed at a good level. I wouldn't say great greater once the rain stopped and the special teams did enough to not did anything wrong, more importantly, this week. So, I mean, top to bottom, this was a three-phase win. Everybody performed pretty well. The defense really kind of set the tone. The offense struggled early, which if you listened in to last week's show when I sat down with Stephanie Stradley, I felt like it might start a little slow, just Levy and, and Cully having a little knowledge of Josh and Levy kind of being a pretty good defensive coordinator. Um, but Ultimately, I think it was the rain that took down the bills early um, red zone woes still around a little bit. Um, But a couple other positive notes out of this was we just played a game in extremely crappy weather. Um, So it's good to get that out of the way. You're going to have to do that again, probably at some point this season. And most of the time that stuff happens late in the playoffs. So it's going to be good to be running down the stretch when we've already got some cold, nasty games under our belt already. (laughs) Another really extremely positive note, which you, you tend to maybe get a little concerned with this is this was a team that everybody I think felt, would be a victory. Um, I don't, if you didn't, then I'd be curious to hear why. But besides that, uh, this should have been a victory. And in the past, the bills have kind of struggled to dominate teams or beat teams that we should beat handily and, um, you know, look like the better team. And in this case, they did that. So it was very nice to see that this team is continuing to show that they are not the teams of the past. They're progressing. They're really proving that they can win and they're going to win every week and they're going to beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. The other nice piece of this, not only beating that team. But next week in this upcoming week, as I'm recording this on Victory Tuesday, uh, you know, is it's Chiefs week. So it would have been very, very easy to look past this team, especially coming up against the rookie quarterback. You know, he's only making his first full really official start on a full week's rest. I'm um, a little extra rest even. And I think that that probably to me was the most important piece, because when this game started and Josh threw that interception earlier, it was like, oh, OK, let's let's not do that. But OK, I kind of thought, OK, you know, let's move on. So it didn't happen. It was really, really nice to see that we came out. We beat the team we were supposed to. We did it in a fashion that looked very good. And now we came out of that game pretty good. I mean, we we lost Milano, which will be a hit. Um, hopefully he's going to be OK. But moving into the Chiefs week, we looked like we were ready for the Houston Texans. And now it's time to focus on the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Let's talk about this offense because this offense just continues to do well. The running game was there. Josh went 248 for two. Good rating, 103. The early interception was, uh, it, it almost looked like a misread, maybe the weather. Um, I thought initially when I saw it, it looked like a, a little miscommunication. And Diggs almost didn't look like he should have been the guy, but maybe Josh thought he was the guy and it sailed a little on him, which could have been why Diggs kind of bailed on it altogether. But all the way around, he had a good performance Um, once he, once he got settled in, he took control. This was a weird game too, right? We had to slow down and, and typically this offense doesn't do well when we decide to really slow things down and try to be methodical and take that approach, we like to speed up. We like to go when we've got you on your heels, we're going to continue to press. Uh, We didn't do that in this game because we didn't need to, we needed to do the exact opposite in this game almost, or it would have been probably really terrible. And the Houston Texans would be probably as mad as the Denver Broncos are at the Baltimore Ravens right now. But besides that, Josh played a great game. Running game looked really good. Um, Moss and Singletary continue to kind of look like they're getting more in a groove, even snaps in this game. That's probably never going to really take place, uh, you know, just from the way the NFL typically is, but they do continue to kind of be splitting. Um, they both are holding onto the ball, you know, Moss in the end zone again, he's continuing to be in the end zone every week after that week one inactive. active. So uh, the running game's looking good, but we all know, I think we all know that the running game stems from that offensive line and coming into this week, we lose Feliciano. Maybe uh, I wasn't really concerned with it at all because I wasn't hip to the idea that we were shuffling the whole other side there. But I got to say, Spencer Brown stood out to me a lot. Uh, Not only because I was really paying attention to him because he was out there and he's ginormous. I mean, he's, he's pretty difficult to miss. I mean, I, I think that one of the funniest things he did the entire game was there was a flag on the Texans and he knew it was being called on the Texans. You can see him down in the middle of the field making like a motion where he's just like, it's first down for the bills, you know, and you can tell he was really amped up. uh, And typically when guys get real amped up, they can get in trouble. Um, He didn't, I thought he played a good game. I mean, obviously he's got things to improve on. This was not elite pass rushers that he was dealing with in this game either. Um, But I do believe that having Williams shuffled in on the inside next to him is a very very nice piece to this puzzle. You you've got a, a extremely veteran guy who really just performed very well last se- season. He's looked okay so far this season. And now you move this real young kid. He's real lengthy. Uh, he, he looks real good. I love seeing him down the field. The whole offensive line realistically was finishing the runs. Um, it's nice when you can look up and you're laughing and you see that you guys just get a nine yard run. And then here come the two big hog mollies right there and they're pushing right along with them, you know, downfield. So it's good to see those guys engaged, but. I thought for the rookie getting his first go, um it was probably a good situation, you know, like I mentioned, not elite pass rush, even though this defense has been has been productive um against teams. he played well, I thought he did well, I liked the energy, I thought the whole line looked pretty good, and now we're hearing that this may be the way that we're gonna roll moving forward, um which uh you know, I love Feliciano, but if the time is now, the time is now, i mean that uh he looked okay, but maybe that you know the coaching staff sees something a little bit different um I would have to say that if they're willing to stick with this after this Houston Texans defensive line against a team that really kind of handed it to you in the playoffs last year, that there's a lot of faith in what these guys are doing right now. So I'm excited to see it. Um, you know, I'm you'll see this week coming up on the, the primer for this week's game. You know, I'm pretty amped up about um, what's going to be coming for the chiefs this week. And I feel like we're in the best situation we've been in a while to do this, but this offensive line shift um, is definitely going to make a difference. I'm excited for it though. Uh, funny thing, uh, I don't know if it's funny, I mean for fantasy fans it's not funny, but Now we have too many good options at wide receiver. Dawson Knox continues to stand out. He's performing. He's in the end zone for three weeks in a row now. He's looked very good. Um, He's actually blocking very well, too. I mean, that's not really showing up on the stats, but he's he's improving, and he's getting better and better. The relationship with him and Josh is continuing to grow. You can see it. He's looking for him. The trust is there. It's exciting. And then you've got Diggs, Sanders, and Beasley, who basically, one of them is probably going to go off. The other two might be mediocre, and that's no fun for fantasy but as far as a football team uh, it's a gorgeous problem to have at this point so this offense is it, it's continuing to progress it looks like and I think that's what we you know coach McDermott always preaches the you know just build on success build on success and we'll just keep stacking them together so that's what we'll look forward to uh, with the chiefs this week hopefully defensive side of the ball I mean I think it stops with the statement of 109 total yards uh, this is elite company I mean granted we know the opponent Um, we've we faced two you know kind of not great quarterbacks these past couple weeks so you got to put some of that into it too but this is still the NFL and just because the quarterback's not that great doesn't mean coaching staffs can't scheme and there's running and there's other things taking place but this defense has looked phenomenal Uh, it was nice to see Boogie get his first action of the season came out with a nice got a sack in the game you know you didn't really see much else flashing around but it was nice to see him engaged getting his opportunity out there you know star and oliver just continue to look good they're doing their things you know you like to see star getting a sack i believe that those two guys are the most important pieces of you know for this upcoming matchup against the chiefs as far as the defensive line goes i know getting the pressure on the outside and rushing them is a thing but a lot of times teams can do that and then he just escapes right up the middle because the holes are there. So these two guys to me are going to be super important. A couple really good weeks in a row. By both of them so it's nice to see them growing and continuing to grow we did obviously take the big hit with milano Um, we'll see where that's at despite what tiki barber thinks Um, milano is really good at coverage now uh, aj klein is not going to be the cover guy which is going to be interesting to see how we approach this coming up against a tight end who's kind of had his way with us in the past and we've struggled with the tight end position Um, but the bills Got Klein figured out last year, I feel like, and and it's kind of looked like each time he's on the field now, he's in a good position. They're using him in the right way. So hopefully that will not be too big of an issue. We'll have Milano, but Klein is really performing well in his role right now, but it's not Matt Milano in coverage. Overall, though, this defense will see its first. I know that the week one against the Steelers is supposed to be a real good, you know, offensive challenge. And that was probably the best, you know, wide receiver crew that we faced so far. I can agree with that. But this is the matchup. And this is the matchup where the defense is going to get its first opportunity to prove it, but it really is truly elite right now and playing it at this elite level. I'm okay and understand that this team may score and they're going to put up points. They do it against everybody. But this team's ability to keep it close defensively moving up against this chiefs game to me is going to be more important than if, we. you know, you're obviously not going to get a shutout against the chiefs. If you somehow pull that off, then Holy crap. Um, I mean, two in a season already is doing really well. Most teams don't get one, you know, in the whole season. So getting two in the first four weeks is pretty exciting and two in the past three, realistically, but, This team will have its biggest test of the year offensively, speed-wise. It's going to be the fine challenge, and we're going into their house, right? So you got to go into this other team's building and work real hard, and we might see weather. You never know. I do want to touch on the uh, special teams, folks. Uh, There was not much action for the special teams guys in this game. I mean, uh, they didn't do much. Hack, you know, he had a couple punts in there, nothing crazy. Um, What I did really enjoy seeing, though, was that Bass continues to do well. Uh, You know, he's just each week he's he's stacking on and they're they're trying to mess him up. You know, they keep talking about his streak each and every time that he's getting ready to kick. They talk about his streaking in. But he is he's rolling right now. Um, Minus that 53 yard kick he missed in Miami. He's kicking the ball very well right now. And the best part about it. And the only reason that I really bring this up is because we just watched Tampa Bay barely sneak by the other night by a kicker that had to step out there and do a 56-yard kick in crap, crap weather. There is going to be a point in this season where Tyler Bass is going to have to knock kicks through that mean a lot in crappy weather. So him getting the opportunity to kick in some nastiness, you know, great. It's his own stadium. Uh, It's good for him to do that. And he looked good doing it. He looked comfortable, you know, nothing anxious, you know, everything looked good. The ball was still right down the middle. So real happy kind of with the special teams performance this week, that not only were they not really used that much, but we also didn't see them stand out in any negative way, really this week. Like I mentioned though, off the top of this thing, I mean, This, If you were looking for a victory, minus if it said 40 points or not, just overall the team looked very good, even in the situational stuff. I mean, you come out, you throw the ball right off the bat, your first pass of the game is intercepted, your defense feels great just coming off the field, they're there for one play, and then it's, hey, come right back out here, and you know what? stuff them and then it looked like they were going to stuff them and hold them to the field goal and it's like all right cool this is great good start way to go and then they end up getting the opportunity to stuff them all together and hold them right off the bat set the tone and the defense from then on out not, never let it even like a flicker of hope exist so very nice to see and it's very nice to see your defense do very well and then on the flip side of that your offense is producing because it's disheartening for defenses to get these turnovers, give you these short fields, and then you're putting in field goals like we kind of saw early in the game there, where we were struggling down in the red zone. Kind of picked that up in the second half as the rain went away. The Mafia, of course, made their presence felt. I mean, you gotta feel for this. I there was points during this game where for Mills, I was just like, they are not helping him at all. They're, they're doing nothing to help him right now. But We'll take it because now uh, like I was hoping we're coming out of this first quarter, we're at three and one, Uh, you know, I'm still doing the quarters. You got to deal with that. We'll, we'll see if the extra game is really needed. Hopefully it won't be needed for this team, but as we're approaching chiefs week, this upcoming week you guys make sure that you're on the lookout for the episode will be coming out on Friday. Like normal uh, this week, I'm sitting down with Sal Capaccio and he's going to be a uh, you know, giving us his feedback on what he felt from the bills, Texans game. And then we're going to be getting into the upcoming matchup with the chiefs and Sal, uh, You know, he's got, he's got a lot of knowledge about the bills. He's been covering them for a while. I'm sure most of you know who Sal is. He's a great guy. And we're also going to be chatting about a really awesome charity that sells, uh, Real big part of and I'm super excited About that show so just make sure you guys Are on the lookout for that again this is The week phase four Excuse me the week four phase Report on the Buffalo nerd And of course Go Bills You just listen to the Buffalo nerd sports podcast Make sure you leave a review And subscribe So you never miss another episode We'll see you next time Leg out